Amber Ruffin proves that the left is getting less and less funny while showing critical race theory for the joke that it actually is on this bonus episode of IndyFan. All right, before we jump into anything, make sure to smash that like button down below and don't be afraid to leave a comment. I'm just giving my thoughts here on, on this episode and perhaps you have a difference in opinion. I'd love to hear it. Keep your thoughts respectful and we'll keep your comment. So I wanted to show some clips from the Amber Ruffin show. Now, you may not even be familiar with this show because I wasn't until I saw this just the other day. But I had never heard of it before, and she had a segment on her show supporting, supporting critical race theory, and I thought, hey, I'll check it out. I'm always interested in people's views, especially if they don't coincide with mine, so I wanted to give it a shot and see if I could learn anything from it that I didn't know before. So here's just a little bit of that. Critical race theory. Everyone is saying it, but no one seems to be able to agree on what it is. Now, how did we get to a point where everyone is saying a phrase they can't even define? Let's find out in a segment called, How Did We Get Here? Now, before we go further into the depths of what she says about critical race theory, I want to make, first of all, some comments about Amber Ruffin. Now, this is not to be rude at all. Uh, this is really just kind of to make a broader kind of social point. Ruffin is supposedly a comedian in the same way that Stephen Colbert is a comedian. When we poke ya, where we know you're gonna be, you're gonna be safe from COVID infecting you. When you go out, yeah, I know you're gonna hug, you're gonna hug and not worry, it might kill you. I mean, what a shill. Like, honestly, it's not even funny at all. But there's this new term in our culture right now called clapter. And the idea is this, instead of comedians getting, I don't know, like the visceral response of genuine laughter, they get claps from their audience because they're making some obvious point that they know their audience will all agree with. So it's called clapter. So here's some example of Amber Ruffin doing some things that are just seriously unfunny. Critical race theory sounds like the subtitle of a book called Mario Kart for Dummies. First, I'm going to pick up speed, then I'm going to throw some nanas, then I'm going to get some coins, and that is my critical race theory. That required a whole constitutional amendment, which wasn't even ratified till after Abraham Lincoln died in a horrible boating accident. Okay, so I'm not going to harp on this. I just think we need to heed the words of people calling comedians the canary in the coal mine. If com comedians can't even be funny because they've been taken over by ideologues, then what does that say about the culture? By the way, this happened to SNL years ago. Sorry, Gen Zers, it's awful. Now, I know it's easy to criticize, and I don't have my own corporate broadcast paid for by NBC, but isn't that the point? You should be better, and that's why more and more people need to tune out corporate media and tune into other sources of media, new media. But now, to the substance of CRT and Rough and Show, because she also makes another big media mistake. She thinks it's her job to inform us simpletons because she has a big platform, but honestly has no idea what critical race theory is herself. In order to talk about critical race theory, we're going to start with something called the 1619 Project. The 1619 Project is an extraordinary Pulitzer Prize winning work of journalism conceived of by a reporter named Nicole Hannah-Jones. It was released to commemorate the 400th anniversary of the arrival of enslaved Africans in the colonies that would become America. Now, hold up. Sorry. The, the 1619 Project, it may be nice to say that it was released to commemorate the bringing of the first slaves here to America, but really it was intended and was released to create an alternative history to the real history of 
the United States. So I don't think we're the ones that are confused. I think you are. And the 1619 Project is great in that it is great fiction. So after serious historians pointed out the many errors of the 1619 Project, the New York Times had to quietly roll back some of its initial claims, the biggest among them, the reason for its existence. The claim in the 1619 Project is that slavery is the true founding of America which was revised by the Times because that claim is so absurd and false on its face that they couldn't withstand the scrutiny. So this joke of a Pulitzer Prize winner was attempting to function as history, but now even they cannot stand by it. Because I've dealt with a lot of people, including Christians, recently who are proponents of CRT, I want to I use this video too also as an opportunity to show you kind of what people who espouse critical race theory ideas are kind of doing to push back. So many defenders of critical race theory push back in very dishonest ways. And this Ruffin clip is an example of that. One of the reasons the 1619 Project has been so controversial is that it proposes that we should talk a lot more about the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black people. So you need to be ready for it. For instance, when you point out things like critical race theory treats race as essential, when it uses language like whiteness, as though whiteness even exists, like it's even a thing, often the response you'll hear when you say stuff to them is, well, you just don't understand critical race theory, and that's why you're saying that. Now, how do we get to a point where everyone is saying a phrase they can't even define? Well, I love this one, too. Critical race theory doesn't even exist. Well, there's no better way to back out of a bad idea like, say, defund the police, the least favored democratic policy, than to blame somebody else for it and say, no, we didn't do that, and you're just making stuff up because you want to attack a boogeyman. <laughs> and the last one is this. Critical race theory is an analytical tool to help us view history. In fact, don't call it critical race theory, just call it history. And that's what Ruffin does. When we talk about the foundations of our country, which of course means acknowledging that racism permeates our history. Racism doesn't permeate our history. Don't fall for this lie. The point is, as we learn more, of course we should adjust what we're teaching. In some parts of the country, if students learn black history at all, they learn that most masters treated their slaves kindly, or slaves were given the opportunity to become Christians instead of remaining heathen, or that slaves got to eat all the barbecue Pringles they wanted. Hmm, bad jokes. The only thing more tasty than that is a hot steaming pile of... What is that smell? Claim these days is that CRT is just an analytical tool to teach children the evils of slavery because school children are not being taught about it in schools. Please tell me where. Where in America is slavery not being taught in the public school system? What child growing up today doesn't know about the evils of American slavery? Perhaps the only place that this can be said is in the Baltimore, Maryland public school system, where one third of schools had zero students proficient in math. Zero students. Maybe Amber will be concerned enough about real educational issues that she'll sidestep fake history for a moment to help advocate for students to learn real math. But the point is this, kids are taught the evils of American slavery and the unfulfilled promises of the Constitution. CRT is totally unnecessary to teach students this. But Amber goes further and doubles down on this silly notion and says that the federal government should be in charge of setting up curriculum. This would be a great time for me to tell you what we need to do to improve our national history curriculum, but here's the thing, we don't have a national 
history curriculum. Every state sets its own teaching standards. Okay, just stop it. Stop it, stop it. Stop it. Get some help. It is so ironic to me that the people on the left who believe that American systems are shot through with systemic weight, racism and white supremacy, and then they jump to the conclusion that I know what we should do to fix it, give elderly white people like Biden and Pelosi more power. So the federal government should set school curriculum for every single state? Oh, so like the federal government of, let's say, the 1950s in America should have set curriculum back then? How racist would that have been exactly? This is what happens when you read a teleprompter and don't think about what you're saying. I, I could go further with some of the stuff in Ruffin's show, but suffice to say, I, I think her clip is a backlash that is coming from the emotional and courageous stand black and white parents are taking against these bad ideas in the public school system. One of the most effective things people on the side of truth have done in recent memory is to stand up for their kids against the school boards where they are trying to introduce critical race theory. Look at these parents holding the people they pay with their tax dollars accountable for what they're poisoning their children with. CRT is not an honest dialogue. It is a tactic that was used by Hitler and the Ku Klux Klan on slavery very many years ago to dumb down my ancestors so we could not think for ourselves. CRT is racist. It is abusive. It discriminates against one's color. The Western culture and values that brought forth Christianity in the founding documents are being called evil and racist. I'm reminded of the tyranny of communist China where your money is legally stolen and then used in government schools, not public schools, these are not public schools, these are government schools, like here, to indoctrinate children against their parents. My child is not oppressed, and don't assume that. I'm out there with folks in their face. I've been doing stuff since I was 18 years old, talking to black folks, and you know what? None of them are buying this nonsense. None of them are. But if you want to implement this into the school system, I guarantee you to the day that I die, I'm going to be the very person right there debunking stuff, tearing stuff down, letting them know they can do exactly what I did and get exactly where I am by putting themselves to work and getting there. Ain't not one white person ever going to keep any of them from getting there. Man, it makes me so proud to be an American. In fact, so proud to be an American that I could sing that song. But I really don't like it, so instead I'll just bless you with this. Can you see by the dawn's early light of the morning? Let's play some basketball! You're welcome for that, by the way. Now, I mean zero disrespect to Amber or to her show, honestly. But as a Christian, I cannot idly sit back and just use compassion as a cover for standing up against dangerous ideas, especially when they affect my kids and other people's kids. I believe we have an obligation to do something about it. But I'd love to know what you think. Leave it down in the comments section below. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Huberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.